Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast, and I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. We both know firsthand that listening and being heard can lead to change. AT&T knows all about this, too. They started listening to their customers who spoke out that they weren't getting a fair deal. Now they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deals. So listen up and learn more about getting a great smartphone deal at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Yeah, I got one. Uh, and I, I got a message for you today, too, something I was thinking about that might help you along the way. Um, the thing I appreciate about so many uh, people that I learned from, Bishop Jakes, uh, Kenneth Olmer, uh, Donnie McClurkin, Kirk Franklin, um, uh, Joel Osteen. I, I, I can't tell you. And, 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 and many more than that. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm naming, you know, famous people cause I, cause I know you know these names, but 
my father, who you never met, was so great in my development as a man. But my mother, Lord have mercy, my mother was, um, she taught me about faith. She gave me the things I needed to know about what I speak about every day. That basis was given to me by her. So, so many great people. But here's, here's, here's the thing that I've had to learn. And that is that if God got you through it, it's done. Move on. See, I, I can't tell you how many people don't really pay attention to that close enough. If God got you through it, it's done. Move on. How many times have we as people allowed God to get us through something, get us beyond something, get us over something, get us through something, and then even after its completion, we sit there and we dwell on it and we dwell on it to the point where it becomes an anchor around our neck and we can't move on. We can't move on because we just won't let it go. It's done. If God got you through it, it's done. Move on. Stop harboring on the past. Stop hanging on to every time you fail. Stop hanging on to every time you slipped up and messed up. Stop hanging on to every time you didn't get it right. So what? Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody messes up. Everybody don't get it right. Everybody struggling with something. You ain't the only one. But my God, man, if God got you through it, it's done. Move on. What you hanging on to it for? That's why he got it, got you through it. So you can move on from it. See, a lot of things that happen to us that we think are negative or, or bad experience, these are lessons in what in what not to do. This is a this a this is a this is a, 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 a way to have a now a bearing on look out for it the next time. You know, you 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 got me once, you can't get me again. I'm telling you, man, if God got you through it, it's done, move on. You have got to move on. I use this analogy all the time. I'm gonna add a little bit to it. Bishop Jakes told me you cannot drive your car looking in the rear view mirror. I was talking to a young singer yesterday who I ran up into. And man, let me tell you something. This 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 analogy, oh, I told him we had about 20 minute conversation on it. See, you know what your rear view mirror is actually for in your car? I was just tripping on this one day. Actually, your rear view mirror is designed, and this is what I use it for. After I pass a car, and I want to merge into that lane, or I want to make another move. I look up in the rearview mirror, and all I use it for, it shows me that I've gotten past it. I've gotten past the vehicle I was passing, and I got enough room now clear to make my next move. That's what I use my rearview mirror for. I use my rearview mirror 
to just glance up every now and then to see what's coming up on me. That's all I use it for. The rearview mirror, when you're passing through something, listen to me real close now. Your rearview mirror on your car is after you're passing something or you're passing by something, you can look up in the rearview mirror and it lets you know you passed it. You're beyond it. It's clear now. It's in the past. You no longer have to deal with it as the car that was in front of you blocking your way. You have passed it. You look up in the mirror. You've cleared it. Now, if you want to switch lanes, you could slide on over. You got room. But that rearview mirror also lets you see if anything is coming up on you. And you just need to glance because if you're moving forward, Ain't a whole lot can come up on you. You just glancing every now and then, and it reminds you that you got through something and you got beyond something. That's what the rearview mirror for. Now let's talk about that windshield. Why you think that windshield so big on your car? That's the biggest window on your car. You know why the windshield so big? Cause it's where you're going. Because even the automobile makers want you to have a wide view of where you're going. So you can see what's up ahead. They put lights on the car at night so you can have night vision and see what's up ahead. But you can, uh, uh, uh-oh, man, uh uh-oh. See, now, why is that? Look, think about that now before I move forward with this one. Think about that windshield, man. Why is that windshield so big? So you can see where you're going. It's way more important where you're going than where you've been. Don't you see that? That's why the rearview mirror is so small, because it is nowhere near as important as it is as to where you're going. Where you've been just allows you to take a glance so you can make sure you cleared it, so you can see if there's room enough for you to make your next move, so you can know that you've gone through it and go ahead on about your business. But that windshield, that windshield is for vision. A man without a dream or vision shall perish. That windshield is for somebody going somewhere. That windshield is for somebody up there trying to make another move. I'm going to go right. I'm going to left. I'm going to get off on this exit. I'm going to take this detour. I'm going to handle this sign. There's a new route. There's only so many miles left to go. That's what the windshield got. Let me tell you something, man. When you see a mile sign, you're driving on the freeway, you're on the interstate, and you let's say you're driving to a particular city, and you see a sign that says that city is 38, uh, 138 miles away. That lets you know where you're going and you're on the right path. Now, if you keep looking in the rearview mirror, you'll never know how close you are. You'll never know because you're driving your car, looking in the rearview mirror. You all on the shoulder. You hear them rocks up under your car. You done scared yourself to death because you know why? Because you keep looking in the rearview mirror. Get out the rearview mirror. If God got you through it, it's done. Move on. So what he, so what he don't love you no more. And man, let's move on. If God got you through it, it's done. Move on. God got something for you. If you get out your rearview mirror and get up in that windshield, God's got something for you up ahead. But you can't see what's up ahead because you in that rearview mirror. If God got you through it, it's done. Let's move on. Come on, y'all. Don't let the past beat you up. That's the ingredients in the cake. 
You done made that already. That's done. Let's go. God, look in the windshield. See what God probably got something new for you. If you get out the rearview mirror and look, open up your eyes and see. All right, let's go today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All aboard. That comes from playing by yourself a lot. Well, yeah. You got that kind of energy? And yeah, lips. dog. I was trained, a conductor, everybody. And lips. Come <laughs> yeah. on now. Hey, Shirley. I'm just mm. saying. Well, you know, somebody mm. had to see the train coming. You was the headlights. <laughs> anyway. I might have been the train, but you was that big light beam with them bug eyes. <laughs> them eyes. Oh, Lord. Here come the train. I Must be Shirley. Like that. Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. <laughs> I got it for you, Carla Pharrell. Happy Halloween, everybody. Boo. Mm, boo. Boy, today my Halloween costume. Uh-huh. It's going to be off mm. the chain. It's going to be one. June, you saw it last yeah, night? Yeah, it's going to be one. Yeah. What? Oh, you Tune can't in. tell mm-hmm. okay, yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, I can tell you. Mm-hmm. Pimping is going to be at the Halloween party. <laughs> What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, pimping, pimping coming out. Uh oh. Oh, you gotta get some pimping pictures tonight, then. I need. Yeah. That. We can't wait to see. Don't them. worry. <laughs> I'm taking them all during the day. I'm doing it for the grandkids. Yeah. Tommy had it on for about two hours. He wouldn't what? take it off. Uh uh-uh, uh uh. What? Uh-uh. Uh, hold up. You're what? What did you just say? What? What did you just say? Your pimping's coming be out the and pimping what? Pimping for the grandkids. At the Halloween party today. Okay. D- nothing about that statement. Sounds strange to you. Nothing? Nothing about that statement bother me. Am I the only one? Could be possible. <laughs> no one has anything to say he's going to be a pimp in front of his grandkids? Listen to me. <laughs> it was Marjorie's idea for them to call me Papa. Okay. Yeah. I said from the very beginning, uh-huh. I ain't want to be called Papa. She, nah, nah, I ain't want to be Papa. Uh huh. What did I wanted to be, be big pimping. Mm. For your grandkids to call you Big Pimpin'. Well, she fought me on that. She won. Mm, I wonder why. Thank goodness. Mm, I wonder yeah, you why. Know, just caught, you know, she didn't okay. want the girls to call me that. And I understood that. But I don't see why the boys, BJ and uh, Noah, couldn't. Okay. I can't so. be Big Pimpin'. So Marjorie's with me on this idea. Okay, so now. Yes, she is. Yes. <laughs> she what? So now uh, you're going to be pimping for the grandkids. Now. Yeah, they got me pimping. This part okay. Of okay, I'm the only one. Okay. No, no you're, you're not. The I, one, you're the only I just, one saying something. Oh, Shirley, you yeah. just ain't been around. We, we stunned. <laughs> this is wrong yeah, with you. You just ain't been around. Damn, damn about y'all being stunned. Y'all ain't we from Cleveland. <laughs> we ain't from Cleveland. That's got something to do with it. Grow up. <laughs> Neither of <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> Educate yourself. They was all at my mama's funeral. They can't come to the Halloween party. <laughs> I don't think nothing wrong with it. Man, I'm you comfortable swearing. with your decision? Man, you? I'm talking about with I'm, you'll have pictures. <laughs> I'm gonna take all the kids gonna be on my lap too. Goodness, I can't wait to see this. I know, I know. Right? I'm talking about he fly too, boy. All right, well, listen, uh, we have a lot of news to discuss today. We got uh, more Halloween stuff to talk about, and we'll do all that right after this. Uh, 
Coming up at 32 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here. She's going to discuss, uh, of course, today's national news. Yesterday, residents protested President Trump's visit to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Steelers' uh, Ben Rothenberger, head coach Mike Tomlin, along with several other Steelers players, attended funeral services as the entire city of Pittsburgh seems to be rallying around the victims and their families. The victor of that uh, horrendous um uh, shooting uh, yeah, at the at the um, synagogue on Saturday. You know, you know when they don't want you to come to the funeral, that's not a good sign. But there was talk in the White House about him not attending because yeah. it was too early. They're burying people, and they didn't want him there. Why do you right show now. up though? Why do you do? Because that? he doesn't have any sensibility as a human being. He doesn't understand sensibility. He has done what he's wanted to do his entire life, and nobody could stop him. I'm telling you, some people told him, you can't go down there. I'm going down there. That's defiant. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because he don't see... He don't see nothing wrong with what he does. No compassion and no timing. He often doubles down (laughs) on everything. Neither one of them have neither one. Well, you need wow. to do what I did yesterday. I voted, baby. That's what I did. Oh, yes. Yeah, so that's that, right, makes, that makes all of us. We're, we've all, all of us voted. have voted. All right. Everybody, we Steve all Harvey good. Morning Show yes. has fulfilled yes. their obligation and duty yes. as citizens. That's right. We yes. are committed to bringing about effective change, change in this country. And if you are not, don't think that something has to change, it's something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. It really, really is. Even if you're a Republican, which I have no problem with, you can be a Republican. But, oh, my goodness, man, can you just openly admit that this guy is probably the most non-presidential president we've ever had? And that you should say, I'm really embarrassed by some of the things he said or done. And if you can't find it in your heart, if you think everything he said is A-OK, I I have bad news for you. There's something wrong with you, too. Because I don't care who you are. You you have to know that this type of rhetoric is wrong for the country. It's divisive. I got that you picked the economy up. I've got you bought jobs back. If that's what you want to get credit for, let's give him that credit. But you're also going to have to take the credit for the other stuff. And this Mm. divisiveness... These neo-Nazis and Klansmen and skinheads being able to walk bravely like they got somebody who reflects their thought process. You got white nationalists walking around, coming out like they've never come out before because they think they have a person Mm -hmm. that speaks to them. And it's starting to sound like the base. Mm -hmm. And when I I watch a Trump rally, you know, man, look, I got this is your guy. But you cannot be in agreement with everything he says. If that's the case, we're in trouble. Yeah, and and none of uh, none other none of the other Republicans are speaking out when they see something wrong or with, when they don't agree with him. They're they're remaining silent. Which well, they didn't even accompany Paul. him yesterday to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Some of them, they said it wasn't the right time. No, they know Paul yeah, thank Ryan. Thank God, knows. thank God they right. did. Mitch Paul Ryan knows. They're yeah. burying people. Mm-hmm. This ain't the time for the president, and they're angry with his rhetoric. 
And for you to Rain turn around and turn this into the media's fault, oh, the yeah. fake news is bringing this about. Man, that's an ugly thing to say. And, and if you think that that's A-OK, I'm telling you, man, there's something wrong with you. You got to check yourself. Now, look, I'm like this. He's the 45th president. Mm-hmm. We can't do anything about that except on November 6th. Come on. We have mm. a chance yes. to make a mm-hmm. statement and send a clear message to the White House that we will not sit by and idly allow you to run your policies and your rhetoric down our throat like this is indicative of how all of us feel. Because it's not, man. It's just not. I'm sorry, man. I can't believe that this country has so turned away from electing Barack Obama to turning around to accepting the rhetoric that you're putting out. To turn from a man who did nothing but try to reach across the aisle and unify the country and did a good job of it, that you all are so hateful that you're going to refuse all of those advancements to go back to making America great again? I'm sorry. If you'd have just said, let's make America great, I'm okay with it. But when you say make America great again, that Mm -hmm. concerns me with what time period you're trying to take us back to. Because I don't remember no time in my past I want to go back to. Now. (laughs) 60s. Nope. I was a kid in the 60s. 70s. I was 12 years old in the 60s. 70s? Mm Mm-mm. Teenager. Teenager, college student. No, sir. Mm. Didn't want that. Well, like Steve says, if 80s, homeless. Oh, really don't want to go back there. Wow. Wow. 90s, second marriage. What they got to do with... He's reflecting now, and all this we're stuff not, is coming up now. No, we're not talking Steve about movement. Steve Ticks. Okay. All right. So, like Steve said, if you're sick of the hate and the division in this country, please get out and vote this Tuesday, November sixth. That is election day. We need you to show up and vote. Yes. All right. Switching gears. Today is Halloween. Happy Halloween, everyone. Yay. Um, yeah. Happy Halloween. Yeah. I can't wait to get off here, baby. Go, go put, my, right. go put coming, my uniform. Coming up next, it is the nephew, and he'll run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up in about 30 minutes, Tony Braxton, the one and only, will be our special guest. She's going to talk about her upcoming tour, and uh, we'll also talk to her about Beyonce channeling Tony Braxton's album cover for Halloween. Also, yeah, that was really cute, wasn't it? It was so cute. Also, uh, get ready for this top uh, story in entertainment news. Kanye West says he has been used and he's breaking away from the president and distancing distancing himself from politics altogether. But first, I know. The boy got his medication back. Look at him, boy. First, the host of Ready to Love, it is the nephew here with Run That Prank Back. What you got, Neff, host? You in my house. No, I'm not. I'm right. oh, you oh. in my house. Oh, is this scary, prank, Tom? Really. That's the prank. Is it scary? <laughs> no, no, this one ain't scary. You in my house. Run it. That's scary. Hello? Hey, this is uh, this Preston. Where, y'all, where did y'all leave the key at? Uh, I'm, I'm about two hours out. You got the wrong number, bro. Call him back. 
Yeah. Is is this is this Troy? Yeah, it's Troy. Who there? Hey, this is this. I'm Preston, man. Listen, I'm on my way to the house. I'm about two hours out. Where, where did y'all leave the key at, man? Hold on, wait. You, hold on. Let me get up. You on your way to what house? I'm on my way there. Are you, are you at you at the house? Uh, I'm at my house. Yeah. What you what did you say your name was? This is Preston. I uh. Okay, okay. Hold on, man. I don't understand. Okay, I'm on my way to the house. Yeah. Uh, you, what house? At, that's, my, that's my question. What house you talking about? Okay, you are you at six Pine Woods Drive? Yeah, that's my house. Okay, okay, I understand that. All right, so listen, I'm I'm about two hours out, man. I got two U-Haul trucks. We in route there. We'll be there in about two hours. But but I thought y'all was out the house by now. I'm I'm kind of see where the key at. Out the house? What? Hold on, what, what, hold on, man. Let me get Let me get up. What you, what, now, hold on. What, what you say? You 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 got two U-Haul trucks. What what you got? What you got them for? What's it? What's that now? I'm moving into the house. I, I I bought the house. You you moving into what? Okay. How you don't know I bought the house, man? You wrong you know, way. What the house you talking about? Oh, uh, you on Woods Drive? That's I bought this house from Tisdale. Yeah, Tisdale. Yeah, Tisdale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tisdale. That's that's who that's who we that's who we got the house from. What way you say you bought the house? Okay, wait a minute. You leased the house from Tisdale, right? Yeah, yeah, we right, right. We we still got about another year left in our lease. We 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 ain't out this house for another year. I mean, and we supposed to renew that. Okay, okay, we got a problem. Let me let me try to. Okay, oh yeah, we bought. Now, hold we, on, let me get my wife on. I need to get my wife on the phone. Um, well, hold on, hey. hold, hold on, hold on a minute. Uh -huh. Okay. So, now, Tisdale tell me that y'all supposed to be out the house, and I'm calling because he said y'all was going to leave the key in a certain place. Tisdale so like, lie. Tisdale ain't told you no like, man, I need, let me get Tisdale on the phone. Because, uh, how do he, he ain't, man, we ain't hearing nothing about no selling of no house or no nothing like that. Okay, well, I didn't, I didn't bought the house from Tisdale, and I'm on, I'm, like I say, I'm, I'm two hours out. I might get there a little quicker. How soon do you think y'all gonna get the stuff? Get y'all stuff out the house? Get what stuff out what house? Y'all gonna have to get y'all stuff out the house. Get what stuff? You a lot of that? You think we are gonna get? We 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 look like I say, man. Uh, we we need to get Tisdale on the phone and get this cleared up. You a mother? Your I tell you what, you bring the U-Haul trucks if you want to. Y'all better take that back where you come from. I tell you that. I tell you that hey, much. Hey, hey, listen, man, listen. The mistake. First of all, okay, you you arguing with me about my house. That's my house. No, Let's no, get that all, no, no, no. Now see, now I'm at. See, now you in the office. I'm tell you, I'm gonna tell you like I like like, like I'm gonna tell Tisdale. Ain't, 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 ain't none of this ain't going down the way you think it's gonna go down. You understand? We signed the lease to be in this house for a year. I mean, that's what we gonna do. We gonna be in this house for a whole year. You ain't gonna hey, hey, for another no. year, so you okay, might as well go and get yourself in. You don't that. own the house no more. I own the house. You got to get your out, man. I'm two hours out. Yeah, man. Look, two, man. Hey. We, we look. Listen to me now. Listen. We done been in this house five years. Okay. We got one year left in this house. Okay. And look, ain't gonna be no moving in today. We can't. I, I, I can't move my man. I got wife. I got kids. And Man, I, I, I look. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's like it's like you say. You got, we got to talk Tisdale. But I'm telling you, man, you pull up today and you haul. I swear for Lord, I'm gonna, I'm gonna whoop your. So you, 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 you don't call me with all this. I ain't got no notice. 
or nothing. What, that, you understand what I'm saying? But, but let me you ask ain't, you something. You ain't, 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 ain't got nothing to do with me. Tis there one, one time agree with me. You understand what I'm saying? Okay, well, that's between you and Tis there. But right now, I'm on my way to my house. And you got to get your out of my no, house. No, no, You on your way to my house. No, and I tell you what, if you come to my house, no, no, if you come to my house, you're going to get your ass handed to you. Let me let me say this. Wait, is your kids, your, is your wife and kids there right now? They at church where your need to be. Okay, okay. Is is it in the room? In, what's in the garage? In the room in the garage? Can you move no, all no, your stuff? What's in my garage? You raggedy. Like I just told you, you pull up to my house. Gonna be some furniture moving in this. Hey man, let me tell you something. You getting your you getting your black look. You getting your black look. And your wife and kids ain't going nowhere. Will you come make me do it? You come make me do it. Move out my house today. What's in my garage? What's in your garage? You tell me that. What's in your garage? Look, I'm going I'm to allow you to do this. Move all your stuff into the garage. No, no, no I'm, I'm going to allow you to get your whooped. Okay. I'm saying what I'm okay. saying. So, so I see I see now. I see now. You want your whooped in front of your wife and kids. I oh, see that. Oh, oh, so you going to whoop my That's what you going to do. I tell you what. You bring them you hoes. You bring your wife, your kids, your dog. And you bring anybody. I whoop all your Right here in front it's of my not, house. It's not your house. It's mine. I bought the I bought the house from Man, Tuesday. Look, I'm tell, look, I tell you what, you meet me right in front of the yard, I'm be right out here standing in my I'm gonna whoop your to my robe and my house shoes. How about that? Don't tell me to move out of my house. And, 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 and I tell you, you know, what, you, you know better what, call Tuesday you know to get this over here. What you don't need what you say? Do you know what else Tisdale told me to tell you? I tell you one thing, you gonna tell me whatever Tisdale told you, but I tell you one thing, I ain't moving out of my house today. I'm telling you that right now. Ain't going to be no moving out here. You say what the f*** Dale told you to say. I'm going to tell you this. Here's what Tisdale told me to tell you. Tisdale told me to tell you that this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Troy, your wife and Tisdale got me to prank phone call you. The f***? This is some boo. This some boo. This some boo. Man. This. <laughs> I done put my pants on. I done put my boots on. I'm waiting. I'm sitting right here in my living room looking out the window, waiting for this you all to pull up. Because I sure was going to tear fire from your boy. I can't, man, I, done, I can't even go back to sleep now. Man, I done, you done got me fired up. Hey, Troy, I got to ask you before I go, man. What is the baddest, and I'm talking about the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey morning show. Ain't that bad? <laughs> <laughs> How y'all feel about that right there? You in my house. You play too much telling that man. Yeah. Kid, I'll tell Anybody? <laughs> no, Anybody <nobody>. what? <laughs> Anybody. Just, you know. Concerned just feel, about you? Just, yeah. Not concerned. Just feel stupid. Just feel, you know. Do we you feel know, stupid? Let your stupid bone. Mm-mm. Let your stupid bone breathe every night. Stupid you know? bone. Yeah. Boy, you got a funny bone. It is all up in bone. your brain, oh, your bone, your back. <laughs> it's a no, what are you talking about? Like it's a damn bone. But <laughs> we get that bone took out. <laughs> Removed. Man, I you can't want wait your jump stupid on bone. It's, it's just as important as your vertebrae. Uh, no. No. Yeah. Tommy, I can't wait till they jump on your ass. <laughs> so they finish, I'm saying, damn, Shane, he just got that show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, listen, thank you, Neff. Coming up at the top of the hour, Kanye says he's been used and he's breaking away from Donald Trump, our president, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Coming up in 20 minutes, Tony Braxton will be our very special guest. She's going to talk about her tour and how cool it is that Beyonce, the queen, uh, is channeling her. Another love song, that epic album cover. Remember that? Uh, look mm-hmm. for it Halloween, okay? That's today. But first in entertainment hey, news. Hey, uh, y'all, huh? make sure I don't say nothing when Tony come on here. Please, please make sure I don't say nothing. And how do you propose that we do that? Mm. Cut his mic off. Put a muzzle yeah, on you? Yeah. What? If okay. You, yeah, just cut the mic. Just anything. You grown, so I'm Can you tell us which yeah. bone is stupid? Is <laughs> <laughs> well, you just said from head to toe, well, Steve. Maybe we can break it before she come on. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. Well, Kanye is in the news. He says... Wow, this is big from Kanye. He says he's been used by people to spread political messages, and he's now done with it. Kanye fired off a series of tweets, apparently distancing himself from uh, Donald Trump and the MAGA uh, movement, the Make Make America Great movement. Kanye says, my eyes are now wide open, and I now realize I've been used to spread messages I don't believe in. I am distancing myself from politics and completely focusing on being creative. Well, so when he was in the Oval the Office, he was being used then? That's what he just said. Yeah, that's what that's he what just he said. said. Well, yeah. see, one of the reasons is this woman who's got this movement called Blacksit wants all these blacks to denounce the Democratic Party and move on to mm-hmm. the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem. What can you tell me that the conservative movement offers to black people, Latinos, in, any anybody of color? Show me what show me really what it offers anybody that serves their value. Because what I'm hearing from them right now is build a wall, stop the dreamers, mm. a Muslim ban. This is what I'm hearing. You know, there's good people on both sides. This is what I'm hearing. What is good for black people in that party right now? Just show me. Now, if you're rich, I see it. But if you're not rich, which is the majority of my people, what do they do? I I don't see it, man. You're talking about the blacks. For what? Go and be a Republican or a conservative. For what? Help me. Well, you remember when uh, he was running President Trump, then candidate Trump said, what do you have to lose when he talked to the black people? He said, what do you have to lose? No, that's not the question. (laughs) The question is, what do you gain? Yeah. Yeah. See, this ain't about no what I got to lose. Hell, my dignity. Yeah, we done already Mm -hmm. lost. We ain't trying to lose. What do we win? When do we get to win something? (laughs) Quit saying what do you have to lose. We've lost our young men to police violence out here. Mm -hmm. We've lost our right to vote out here. We've lost the right to eat at lunch counters, ride on buses, our our right to walk down the street. We've lost our everything you can lose, our dignity, our ability to go to the school of our choice. We've lost all that to live where we want to live, to work where we want to work. Uh, we've done enough losing. What do we win? Mm. Great question. By voting for you. What do we win? Quit talking to us about losses. Yeah. Can't nobody talk to us about losses. Such a better question. We the king <laughs> and queens of losses. Mm-hmm. We got mm-hmm. the record. All right. Yeah, we, we know how to record. hang in there better than anybody.
You better you talk. You can't hang in there better than black. <laughs> you better talk. You got better that. You got that what right. What you doing, dog? <laughs> hanging. <laughs> well, hang in there. Hold it all. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. All right, Steve, let's move on to the headlines, please. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Well, vigils continue in cities across the country this week in the wake of the massacre of 11 worshipers in a Pittsburgh synagogue. There were four funerals in Steeltown yesterday, with uh, seven expected in the coming days. The alleged shooter, meanwhile, has been charged with 11 counts of murder, as well as some other charges. The president and his family were in uh, Pittsburgh yesterday meeting with some victims' families, some other victims' families did not want to be around him, and there were about a thousand or so protesters out there screaming at him and saying that he was the one who was responsible for this kind of uh, racist action against uh, Jews and against the, and against blacks, as evidence in the shooting in Kentucky, also uh, because of his divisive. Atone. President Trump, by the way, now wants to put an end to U.S. birthright law, which gives automatic citizenship to any person born on U.S. soil. The birthright provision constitutes the 14th Amendment and was meant to apply to black Americans who up till then were born here but not considered citizens. However, Trump claims that illegal immigrants have been taking advantage of the law for years, having babies here just to gain citizenship, and he told Axios News on HBO he wants something done about it through an executive order. We're the only country in the world where a person comes in, has a baby, and the baby is essentially a citizen of the United States for 85 years with all of those benefits. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And it has to end. Actually, this is another example of Trump having his facts wrong. The majority of countries around the world do not allow for automatic birthright citizenship. That is true. But 30 countries do, among them Canada, Mexico, Argentina, Brazil, and, of course, the U.S. Meanwhile, legal experts are questioning Trump's legal authority to limit what is a constitutional guarantee without the consent of Congress. But with the midterm elections only a week away, that may not be a problem, with now South Carolina Republican Senator Lindsey Graham saying he's ready to sponsor just such a birthright elimination bill in the Congress in what he hopes will remain a GOP-controlled House of Representatives and Senate. The office of the man investigating Russia's possible ties to Donald Trump's presidential campaign, Robert Mueller, investigating allegations that women have been offered money to falsely accuse him of sexual harassment. President Trump has repeatedly maligned and threatened to fire Mueller. Upon learning of the alleged plot, Mueller's team immediately referred the matter to the FBI. The infamous mob boss Whitey Bulger found dead in his cell yesterday, just one day after he was transferred to a West Virginia lockup. Authorities say it was homicide. They say he was beaten to death. And a Irish gangster was on the lam for 16 years following up on a tip, was captured in California in 2011. He was 89 years old. And finally, it's not only Halloween, but it's also appropriately enough, I would say, National Doorbell Day. <laughs> Trick or treat! Stevie Harvey Nation, find out if Uncle Steve's smarter than his nephew. Yeah, Back yeah. in 20 minutes after the hour on Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, y'all, as promised, our special guest, multi-platinum Grammy Award-winning singer. Uh, she stars in the Braxton Family Values and her super-talented sisters. Her new album, Sex and Cigarettes, is available now. She's joining us today to talk about her upcoming tour and all some other great products she's working on. I just found out about Lord have mercy. Please welcome to the show the one and only, yes, Lord. <laughs> Tony Braxton. <laughs> yes, Lord. Hey, guys. Must say yes, Lord, first. Yes, Lord. <laughs> That's so silly. Let so me silly. Again. What's up, Tony? You know what? Hey, love. How you doing? You good? Good. Yeah. Hey, let's talk about this. Tell us about this Sex and Cigarettes tour. Uh, you've got SWB opening 
and tickets go yeah. on sale today. Uh, who else on tour with you? What tell us about it? Um, again, that's what it is. Some cities like Babyface went on two dates with me and grandmother W V and I think it's girls getting together, girls power, girls retirement. I'm I'm excited to be a part of this man, you know what I mean? Wow. That's it's nice. Fun. That's mm-hmm. really, really good, man. So how how long have y'all been planning this tour? How long how how'd you get together with SWV? What was the conversation that led to y'all coming together? I when well, we did the same train um awards and we worked for acknowledge and that's when the idea came in our head. That was earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And we made it happen. I mean it took a, it took a couple months, about six months to make it happen, implemented, but here we are. I'm looking forward to it, you know, it's just it's a little five, six week tour and we're gonna go to Europe and we're gonna come back. But I'm looking forward to it. The touring is my favorite thing. It's what I love to do. You know, performing to my audience. And I get the audience to participate. That's my thing. And wow. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, you're you're great in concert, Tony. You know we love you. Uh, wherever we can get you, we love you. <laughs> on stage, on on record, wherever. But I got to ask you this. Um, you know, you've been an inspiration to so many people, and uh, it was evidenced uh, today by Beyonce. She paid homage to you by dressing like you, Tony Braxton, uh, for Halloween yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Um, <laughs> the whole the first album. The first time uh-huh. the whole entire inside of the photo shoot, I, I was proud. I was proud. I was like, you know, I'm the big sister of the girls and my baby sister. She's naked. She's doing her thing. I'm so proud of her. And she paid homage to me. So I thought it was a, a great shout out. And she looks just like you, though. You had to do Man. a double take. She actually looked a little it. better. She actually looked a little better. <laughs> you know, like, okay. She's still on it. No, you ain't got to say that. Something right now. No, I can tell you what right you now. No, no, you ain't got to mm-hmm. say that. No. Ain't nothing wrong with you. Yeah, Beyonce fine, but please understand. Yes. No, yeah. Well, I wasn't saying that. I was trying to say she was playing it. You know, she was killing it. I got the first album, so. <laughs> we all do. We all yeah. got it, though. I'm kidding. Hey, Tony, hang on one second. We're going to come back, y'all. We got more with Tony Braxton. Uh, we got a surprise for y'all, something Tony doing I bet y'all don't know about. We'll be right back with more Tony Braxton right after this. Woo-hoo. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. Uh, we back with uh, the one and only Tony Braxton. We've been talking about the Sex and Cigarette Tour. Uh-huh. Uh, it's going to be about a, a five- or six-week tour. Then it goes over to Europe uh, for a while. It's going to be hot. She's... Got SWV uh, with her, and uh, some of the dates Babyface going to join in. Mm-hmm. So we're looking forward to that. Um, hey, h- how do how do people get ticket information about this tour, Tony? I can go online. You can go to Tony Braxton's IG, um, Ticketmaster. Just look up Tony Braxton tour, as long as I live. And you can get tickets. We're cool. selling out. Like, half the places are 50% sold. I was told that this morning, like an hour ago, so... I'm yeah. proud of that. I'm excited about that. Wow. Oh, that's because they've been waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Your fans. Yay. Yeah. Been waiting. Hey. All right. <laughs> here's, here's what I want to talk to you about. Okay, You're going to be starring in an upcoming movie on the Lifetime Network. Every day is Christmas. It premieres November 24th. The movie also stars Gloria Rubin, your sister Tawanda Braxton, and Michael Jai White. Woo! Yeah. Tell us about the movie. <laughs> oh, it was a lot of fun. We shot it in Canada, but it's supposed to be like it's in Atlanta, just so you know. Um, and Michael plays a kind of a love interest act. I don't want to get the story away. You know, I never had to do a real, you know, kind of kissing scene, so that was a little weird, because Michael Jai is kind of like my cousin. He's like a distant relative for real. So my Uh-oh. mom's like, oh, you're fine to just kiss and cousins. I'm like, eh, it just don't feel right, mama. 
Enjoy. Yeah, he's a distant relative of ours in South Carolina, so it was weird just my cousin. But wow. We Who knew that? That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> now, what was Harvey about to say, though? What was you finish just say? It was Harvey's my, my cousin. Cousins. Yeah, you heard Because it. it's, it's her cousin. That's a little eye. Yeah, that's a little eye. It's a little down the line, but still, when you hear the word related, like yeah. you feel some kind of way, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, Tommy, that's like you my nephew. Not the same. That is not the same thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wanted to be down the, the line. Though. Right there. Yeah. Tony said, That's not okay. down the line. That's immediate. Yeah. <laughs> Relative. Tony's like, so, okay. Tony, you got this movie. How, how did the movie come about? I got a three-picture deal with Lifetime, and that was one of the first projects we did. I was really oh. proud of it. They gave one to me and Queen Latifah, so we got a three-picture deal. So that was the first project I thought would be fun to introduce as a Christmas movie. Wow. Well, congratulations. Right, yeah, that's awesome. Thanks, yeah. Thank you. Yeah they, yeah, they wanted me to play the part of Michael Jai White, but uh, I was too <laughs> they old. They did, but you weren't Yeah, I was too old. And, went, and when I took my shirt off, we didn't look the same. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Just tell you know the what? truth. <laughs> yeah, that's really what it was. Oh. Took our shirt off. We were standing there. I was going, damn, dog, you put your shirt on, man. Oh, Give a brother a shot. <laughs> You were hating Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, you don't know what to say to that, do yeah. you? <laughs> I have nothing to say. Yes, she has no words, Steve. I got all right, though. I, right after I lost the roll, I went on down to the bank. Start counting, start well, feeling really fine. better about yourself. Start feeling a little better about myself. Oh, you're so fine at the bank. Yeah. <laughs> Cute down there. <laughs> hey, girl, so listen to me. Tony, we are looking forward to the Sex and Cigarettes Tour. Uh, SWV is opening. Uh, it's about six weeks out here. Uh, Babyface going to join on a couple of dates. Then it's going over to Europe. You all want more information, you can go to Ticketmaster. You can go to TonyBraxton.com. You just punch in Tony Braxton tickets. It'll show you everything they got going. She got the movie coming on November 24th on Lifetime. It's called Every Day is Christmas. You want to check it out. Tony Braxton is on and cracking. Yes. Man. Mm. Yes. yes, we love her. Ahead, we love her. She's a legend. I love coming here talking to you guys. <laughs> you know we're your fans, girl. Yes. yes. Absolutely. My family. <laughs> Tony Braxton, we appreciate you so much, darling. You too, love bugs. Ladies and gentlemen, Tony Braxton. Yeah. Yeah. You- Say it like, wow. say it like sexy, sexy chocolates. Tony Braxton. <laughs> <laughs> you stomped your foot too? Yeah, yeah I stomped my foot. <laughs> Tony Braxton. <laughs> Damn it, you hurt. Tony Braxton. Oh, my God. All right, thank you, Tony. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, maybe I was not good enough for him. Uh, But right now, it is the nephew here with today's prank phone call. What do you have for us today? Surely, this hasn't happened to, well, it has. It's happened to one person on this show. The title is, Garnish Your Wages. Garnish your wages. Well, tell you go. Your what? Who, 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 yeah. who you talking about? We all looking mm. around. Well, if you throw a rock, <laughs> look what happens here. <laughs> he know his wage has been garnished. A hit dog will holler. Yes, oh, you will. talking about a long time ago? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. 
I didn't even think about that. It hurt then, though, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorites right there. Look at that boy. They taking out seventy-five dollars a week out of my check. Oh Lord. God, though. No, I, I had thought. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you no, got yeah, through yeah. it. <laughs> Better days. Yeah, I was thinking about killing the creditor. <laughs> Call it allegedly. <laughs> you better use my words. That's what I just did. All right, here it is. God is your way. Hello. I'm trying to reach a uh, place. Mess who's calling? My name is uh, from the district attorney's office. Yes. Uh, hi, how are you? Uh, giving you a call today, ma'am. I'm trying to get some updates from you. Your husband, Mr. Cleveland, is he uh, still not working at this point? No, sir. Okay. Uh, how long has he been out of work so far, ma'am? Could you could you give me an update on this? First of the year, January. Okay. All right. Here's what we're having, the problems that we're having. You have a son. Um, I think it's uh, his name is as well, 14 years old. Am I right? Okay, the child support is not being paid from uh, Mr. for the uh, for Mr. Young, and we're trying to get this thing rectified. Now, the problem that we're going to have, and the reason why we're giving you a call, is considering that your your husband hasn't worked since the first of the year, and I haven't done the research yet. I'm just mm-hmm. now I'm just now pulling up your file. I haven't done the research to see how many months in the rears he is on child support. But... It, it just started once um, he lost his job. Okay. Well, the problem that we're we're going to have is they're going to start taking uh, child support, actually, and and I hate to give you this news, out of your check until— I don't don't understand how that's so, because I have my own kids, so I I don't understand that. I understand, but they're going to be garnishing your check, ma'am, until until your husband can get this thing back on his feet and get it rectified and get him— uh, up to par as far of all the payments that are that are not. And there. when will this be taking place? Because if that's the case, I'm not going to be working. Because <laughs> that's not going to happen. I have my own children, so I don't understand how it's that. So I don't, I don't have anything to do with child support or anything like that. And if that's the case, I'm not going to be working as of right now. The garnishing of the check is going to come from you, and you are at the hospital, correct? No. That's not. It's not where you work. I don't. I'm not going to be working as of right now. <laughs> that's what I just told you. So y'all do whatever you got to do, and I'll do whatever I have to do on my end, okay? Well, well hold on a minute. You're willing to quit your job? I'm not understanding this. this... You're sure why? Because I, I'm not going to be taking care of someone else's kids and I have my own. So how? That's right. So somebody else can take care of my eyes then because I'm not going to be doing it. You're sure why? All right. Well, I mean, I'm just, you know, don't. I don't want you to who, be upset. Who are with, you? I, I don't mean, want you to be upset with me. I where I can be able to contact you. Okay, you, you know, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let you know this. It's a bit of information. You're mm-hmm. still gonna if if you're quitting your job, ma'am. You guys are still gonna be liable for the child support. Okay, well that's fine. Not you guys, because it's not my children, sir. Okay, it's not you guys. It's he will be liable. Okay, gonna, okay, because I don't. I mean, can I step? Can you hold one moment? Because I need to step outside. If that's okay, or if there's a number, I can contact you back. Okay, are you able to step outside right now? Um, yes, but I'm going to get on the elevator, and it's going to kind of throw the call off. Okay, let's do this. Why don't you step outside? And, and I'll wait for you to call. Give me about 45 seconds, but I'm going to give a call to my manager on this situation, okay? Please do, sir. I'll All call. Right. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh-huh. Hello. Okay, Miss. Yes, sir. Hi, again from the district okay. attorney's office. Okay, you can hear me now. Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am, I sure can. Now, let's get to the bottom of everything. I couldn't get my manager on the phone. But uh-huh. uh, I'll keep trying. I just want to know. Um, I mean, that, that's, I'm just a mess- messenger to, letting you know. You know. I, hate, I know you are, and I hate to be so short with you, 
But I don't understand because we're not even getting enough income coming in as of right now. And you're speaking of, I have three children that I'm struggling to take care of on my own. Find somebody from the district or something. But um, and you're speaking of that you're gonna be deducting money from gonna share my check for his child support. What's your something? What's your name? Man, who's is, is there someone else I need to speak with? No, we're on the I'm, I have that's my sister taking care of some business. What part of district attorney? County, ma'am. Yeah. She's on the line from the office of child support service. She works with the Office of Child Support Service. Okay. okay. May I speak with your sister? Let me speak with your sister, ma'am. So what do you, I mean, how is this going to be done? Because that's not going to leave me any cash to be able to support my own kids. Well. You know, I mean, in my own home. I, I understand that. You know, maybe this is a problem with having a person hanging around. It's you not know? a person because has raised his seat about his kids all their life. This is a jealous mother that decided after 18 years that she wanted to. Uh, Don't what in the what in the hell is going on with those people in the background? Hello. This nephew Tommy, it didn't hit the fan. She went off. No, I couldn't get her to go off, but her sister was there. Don't say nothing to him. Made her get off the phone. So I need you to call on three ways. They was calling somebody. They probably was calling downtown. Gonna get themselves in more trouble. Okay, hold on. I'll call you back, honey. What's wrong? I'll call you back, honey. I'll tell you about it on the line. No, you won't. You're going to talk to her right now. Who the f***? Who is this? I told you you're going to pay this child support, not me. Get your life. Get the best way you can. He's talking to me. Call me. I'm going to pay this child support. You pay it. Come on, back on the phone. You're going to make me You're gonna make me whip your behind this money. Tell him you will find out who he is. You want to You want to talk to my lawyer, sir? Yeah, I want to. Where is your... You don't have a lawyer. You know... Well, yeah, you don't have one. Why don't y'all, whoever, however you got my number, honey. This some the process they have to go through for your job. We have to go to court first. Hey, Who is this? This nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yo, just got pranked by baby. I'm going to cut your I'm going to come on the radio because I know y'all going to pay for this I gotta ask, I gotta ask all y'all something. What is the baddest radio show in the land? See? Alright, that's the prank, y'all. Let me put this out there. Pine Bluff, Arkansas. The nephew is coming to town at the Pine Bluff Convention Center. That's Friday. Friday night, November the 2nd. This coming Friday. Along with the one and only D.C. Young Fly will be on the show. And the legendary Don D.C. Curry. And the one and only nephew Tommy at the homecoming Friday night. You do not want to miss it. Tickets on sale. see that show. Right now. (laughs) I bet you do. I told you, I'm going to let you open whenever you... What you say? DC Young Fly, then here comes 50 year old Tommy and 70 year old DC. <laughs> All right, coming up at the top of the hour, uh, the I strawberry sure letter. Want to see that there.
Uh, the subject, maybe I was not good enough That's for him. That's a generation gap. DC going to be out there with some Tims on, with his draw showing and no shirt. Tommy going to be out there in one of them little bitty suits. DC going to come out there with a pimp outfit on, a tuxedo. Three different generations. All right, strawberry uh, letter coming up. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Please tell them, Steve. They love hearing you. Girl, you better submit these letters. (laughs) Yes. Let somebody read about your business. Right. We could be reading your letter live on the air just like this one. Yep. Thank you, Steve. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Strawberry letter. All right, nephew, here we go. Subject, maybe I was not good enough for him. Dear Stephen Shirley, I have just wasted three months of my life with a guy. When we met, he was my supervisor at work. Shortly after we met, I got a new job, so we decided to hook up and see if we could be more than friends. The first time we went out, we had sex in his car. After that night, he called and texted me daily, and he wanted to see me as much as he could. I was really falling for him, and he told me that I was not his type, but he just couldn't help how he felt about me. I liked him so much that when he asked me to change my appearance for him, I did it. I trimmed my nails down, started wearing less makeup, and I stopped wearing weaves and fake eyelashes. I also changed the way I dressed. So then he told me I was ready to meet his family. He took me to a family cookout, and I met his mom and dad. When he introduced me to his two brothers, he joked about how I had given him an oral treat in his car on our first date. I was so ashamed, but I never brought it back up to him. I thought I was special to him because I met his family. Well, fast forward to a week ago when he finally asked me to spend the night at his house. We ordered dinner, watched TV, and then had the best night of intimacy we ever had. The next morning, I left his house to head to work. By the time I got to work, I got a text from him stating that he deleted all of our texts, social media messages, and everything. He told me that I should do the same and just forget about him. He wouldn't respond when I asked him why. I have not heard from him since then. I can't figure it out. I'm heartbroken. Was I not good enough for him? First of all, I just I just hate the fact that um, you think that, that you're not good enough for someone, okay? Uh, because you are. You're enough, uh, but you don't believe that. You, you don't know um, uh, that about yourself, that your self-esteem is low or maybe even non-existent. I don't, I'm not quite sure why, uh, which one it is. And, and that's really the problem. The first time you guys went out, you had sex in the car. I mean, come on. Uh, then he asked you to change, <clears throat> change for him your nails, your lashes, your makeup so you could meet his family. And you did that. A more confident woman, you know, would have asked him some questions about, you know, about that statement that he made to you or that question that he asked of you to change. She would have asked him more questions if she changed for him at all. Okay, and and then the disrespect he showed when he told his brothers um, just out in the open at the party about the oral treat you gave him on the first date. 
So, so you got to stop this. I, I, I mean, where's your confidence, your your self love? You know, you you can't let any man treat you like this. You have to stand up for yourself. That's why you're heartbroken because you know he got what he wanted for as long as he wanted it, and then he dropped you. So. I got to tell you, the takeaway for you from this is just to know that you are worth much more, that you have value, and, and you can't let yourself be put in these kinds of situations and taken advantage of like this. You can't do that to yourself. And why he deleted it and all that, you know, maybe he lives with someone and she's coming back uh, uh, to the house. You know, maybe she's been on vacation or something. Steve? Wow. Uh very cute the way you phrased this, Shirley. Let's stop being cute here. Y'all ready? Okay. Come on. Subject. Maybe I wasn't good enough for him. You what? You know, Shirley talking about I'm sad you feel that way. You wasn't. You wasn't good enough for him. You know why? Because you acted like you weren't good enough for him. You say you just wasted three months of your life. With a guy. I done told y'all about the 90-day rule. But now you jammed all this up in 90 days. Wasn't none of this supposed to happen to after the damn 90 days. Oh, but old Steve, old ass Steve don't know what the hell he talking about. Okay, so let's go down the letter. We met. He was my supervisor at work. Shortly after we met, I got a new job. We decided to hook up if we could be more than friends. First time we went out, we had sex in his car. Like, Maybe I wasn't good enough for him. You wasn't. You're a grown woman. What you having sex in a car for? You're grown. This teenage mess. I ain't saying just teenagers have it, but you want to be treated like Mo, you got to act like Mo. Yeah, I've been in that car. After that night, he called me and texted me daily. He wanted to see me as much as he could. I was falling for him. He told me I was not his type. What? You done been with the girl all up in the car, but now all of a sudden you tell her, you got the audacity to tell this woman, you not my type. I guess I wasn't good enough for him. You ain't his type. But he just couldn't help how he felt about me. I liked him so much when he asked me to change my appearance for him, I did it. I trimmed my nails down, started wearing less makeup. I stopped wearing weave and fake eyelashes. I changed the way I dressed. You know why you did all that? Because you wasn't his type. Because you wasn't good enough for him. Then you changed all that stuff again. You know why? Because you wasn't good enough for him. He ain't changed a damn thing. <laughs> Nothing at all. <laughs> so he told me I was ready to meet his family. Took me to the cookout. Met his mom and dad. Then introduced me to his brother and joked about I had given him an oil treat in his car on our first date. You did what in the car? Oh, you just in there clowning. <laughs> yes. Maybe up, I wasn't good enough for him. Well, you did everything you could. And you still wasn't good enough because even after that, he told you you wasn't his type. Then after that, you got all fixed up. And he going there and started talking about what you did to him before you was his type. Right. I was so ashamed. I never brought it back up to him. You know why you ain't bring it back up to him? Because you felt like you wasn't good enough. So you've allowed this man to treat you the way he wanted to. And you know how he treated you? Just like you wasn't good enough. 
just like you wasn't good enough. This is a sad letter that's only going to get sad. <laughs> Ain't no uplift nowhere? I have this some is- uplift for her. I'm going to pick her up and dust off. Because she deserves come. better. <laughs> Uncle Steve going to show her how. All right, Steve, hang on to that. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, maybe I was not good enough for him. Mm. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject, maybe I wasn't good enough for him. This lady found out she wasn't good enough for him. She just wasted three months of her life. You could have saved yourself a lot of this had you not started none of this mess until three months. I keep telling women, man, y'all don't listen? Okay, cool. Keep doing what you've been doing. I'm telling you how men are. Now, if you don't want to listen, Uncle Steve, I'm okay with that. But I told y'all, you need 90 days to figure dudes out. First night you go out, you have sex in the car. What he's supposed to think? Then after that, he told you you wasn't his type. Now, you quit wearing the weave, the eyelashes, and cut your nails down, change the way you dress, all this. Then he said, you ready to meet my family now. Take you to the family cookout. He introduced me to his two brothers. Then he joked about how I'd give him the oil treat in his car on the first date. So you just in there doing it all. You did it all of it. First night out, everything. Let's mm. go. You ain't got to look forward to nothing. All you got to do is look. Here, come forward. Doing <laughs> everything. You just met the man. Damn. Now you shame. You thought you were special to him because you met his family. Fast forward a week ago. Now all this is in 30, 90 days. He finally asked me to spend the night at his house. Y'all been sleeping around everywhere. He finally asked you to spend the night at his house. We ordered dinner. We watched TV. And then had the best night of intimacy we ever had. That's probably because y'all wasn't in the car. <laughs> no room in there. This the first time you stretched out. You can stretch out. That's all that was. That's all that was. This the best night of intimacy ever had. Because your ass wasn't balled up in that damn car. All up in here got the steering wheel print on your butt when you get home. Wow. BMW just on your butt like a damn brand. Next morning, I left his house head to work. By the time I got to work, I got a text from him stating that he deleted all of our texts, social media messages and everything. He told me I should do the same and just forget about him. He wouldn't respond when I asked him why. I have not heard from him since then. I can't figure it out. I'm heartbroken. Was I not good enough for him? No, you wasn't. But let me tell you what happened. That night at that house, that did it right. What did you do in that room that night when y'all got all stretched out? What did you do that make this man go, hey, I got to delete all these damn texts. Take me off social media. Lose my number. Don't ever call me no more. 
What did you do? I can't imagine. Because the first night you had sex and gave him a treat. Now, when you got in that house, uh-oh. Showtime. What's she doing? At the Apollo. You just, I'm in there clown. I can't imagine. Let me just try to think for a second. What could you have done that was different in that car? Oh, I know what you did. You got it. I know exactly what you did. What? You bit your own bra off. (laughs) What? From the shoulder straps. Just been on each side, just touch, touch, just popping snaps. You done set up there and just bit your bra off. Yeah. That mm. threw him into something. Then your army crawled from the bed, from the bathroom all the way up the foot of the bed. Your army crawled. Now, you done took your weave out and you ain't got no eyelashes on. And you got them nails down looking like my hand. Mm. So now he don't recognize you. Mm. And when you got up in there, what was all them noises for? You ain't had to do that. That right there. That throw a person into something. That right there. Really? I know what you did. Oh, yeah. Just in there with cockadoo noises. Yes, I know what she did. In here crazy. The bit of hole in his head, boy. Whoa. Just all kind of stuff. The cherry oak? Tow the corners up off the mattresses. <laughs> bust the springs. God. Just in there clowning. Man. Set up here. Probably hurt the man. You was too rough. Yeah. Yeah, it was too much. Just in there, just asking questions the whole time. What you want? <laughs> How you like it now? Everybody want all that. She scared him. Yeah. Yeah. Lose my number. Don't call me no damn more. I can't do that no more. Put your leg over here. Hold your toe up. <laughs> Hold your toe up. Hold your toe up. <laughs> Hold your throat back. I'm going to chop you in it. I'm going to chop this my damn throat. What are you talking about? Choke me. Put a pillow over my face and choke me. What? Get some charges. Lady, this is murder. Uh-uh. Do it. <laughs> I get it Do it. Oh, man. Cut the TV on. I want to watch some monkeys. <laughs> TV on. Animal Planet? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Alexa, oh. how you like it? <laughs> involved the other guy, Alexa, hit them up. I don't know what you're talking about. All right, you ain't had none of this. <laughs> oh, That's what happened. <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, Alexa, Tupac, how you, do you want it? You went from was I not good enough for him to I was too damn much for him. Man, <laughs> take me out me. your damn phone. All right. <laughs> Listen, we got to go. Email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM. Coming up in 10 he minutes. He tried to run out the bed. You tackled him. <laughs> we'll talk about Halloween. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> Bring your punk ass back in here. Oh, man. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, happy Halloween, everyone. This is yeah. it. This is the day. Yeah, boo. Such Y'all a, scared. You know what? No. I get scared. Yeah, I only get scared when I see scary movies, those horror movie trailers and things like that come on at night. That's oh, when yeah, I get yeah, scared. Yeah. I don't like that. But I mean, did you, like back in the day, though, were you scared? You know. Like, no, I loved as, Halloween. As yeah. As a kid? Oh, no, I loved Halloween. I couldn't wait. What? So, so y'all... Y'all could go through the haunted house. Y'all weren't afraid of that? Oh, no. I was, I was afraid. afraid. I would yeah, do I it, but afraid. I was afraid. Haunted house. Yeah, I was afraid. Yeah. We live in yeah, like the carnival. You ain't had to go The haunted house. What'd you say, Steve? What? Like the mirror. We live in the hood. You ain't had to go no haunted house. <laughs> go down there and see if you can walk to Miss Payne's house and bag with, back with that bag open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, loved Halloween. Halloween. What was your favorite costume, Steve? No, I, had, I was the same thing every year. Oh, what were you? What? I had a brown T-shirt on that box. What UPS? was that? What? what UPS were... man. <laughs> what, what was the box? I was making a delivery. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> what can brown do for you? Yeah. <laughs> Did you have on shorts or long pants? Hell no, jeans. Oh, okay. Jeans, so you jeans, had a brown T-shirt. T-shirt? Did you? Brown T-shirt. T-shirt wasn't really brown, though. It was just dingy. <laughs> oh. Did you have to explain to people what your costume was? Yeah, that lady said, what is you, little boy, delivery man? Can't see what some coffee it is. Well, did you bring us something just here to pick up? <laughs> Trick or treat. Yeah, lady, come on. You know what this is. Come on. Mm-hmm. Wow. So Tasha wants to be something scary this year. Wow, so, she's growing up, Carla. Oh, That's the first, huh? That's the first. Mm-hmm. What does she want to be? The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> We're not going to be that. We're not having no little serial killers in this family. Now, what your little ass is not finna do, Tasha, is be the damn serial killer. Sweet baby, Tasha. <laughs> yeah, you're not finna be that, not up in here. She talking about mommy. Can you order me a pro- No, can you get me a chainsaw? I said, it is doesn't have to be. Uh, it doesn't have to be real. I said, no, no stuff. We're not <laughs> having the chainsaw in here. Wait, she I got okay, a What the little chainsaw. white kids is doing down there? Does <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your little black ass want to be a nurse or what you want to be? <laughs> be something wholesome around here. So that means she's got to have blood on her and the whole bit, huh? She, she got all that. She got the wow, prop chainsaw. Man. I got it at. She's uh-huh. Okay, I need your picture. Of your daughter, and I need uh-huh. Pimpin's picture. Them yeah. the two I need uh-huh. right yeah. now. I'm going to put Pimpin so on Instagram. Steve is going to be Pimpin. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm going to put Pimpin later on on Instagram. Okay. Wow. Yeah, he okay. read it, man. So, oh, Junior, man. I got to ask you, what's your favorite costume? Because I know you don't I, care for Halloween. Though. I really don't care for it, but one year I was Michael Jackson. Oh. But one year okay. I was Michael Jackson. Then another year, little my dark, little fat yeah, ass Michael. Yeah, yeah, a different Michael. <laughs> Michael with a weight issue. Yeah. But my curl was natural, so it was already. That's you right. had a curl? Yeah, like I had the curl activated. Yeah, yeah man. You had a curl, man. That's 85, boy. I don't care what you're it is. You're pretty hair. Yeah. Yeah, they mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, those curls. I, I mean, I no curl. Michael Jackson, were you? Yeah, dog, my Michael tied around the neck and everything. You you were the one with the red jacket or... Uh-huh. Military I, jacket. I, I, I was thrilling. Oh, Did you, you have a, a good jacket or a cheap one? It was not all the zippers was on it. <laughs> <laughs>
Where'd you get it from? Where your mama get it? I don't know where she got it from, but when she walked in, that was not the one in the video. I know that. Wieners. Yeah, like come from Wieners right there. Yeah, like you know, like it had like four, two on left side, two on the right. It wasn't the same jacket, but it was, it was, it served its purpose. It was red. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so that cool. was it. Let's see. I went as a fat man one time. You was a fat man? Sure. A fat man. I had pillows. Uh-huh. You remember that? I saw you one year. What was I? A bug. You had to do nothing to your eyes, huh? <laughs> Came around that corner. I said, whoo. <laughs> hey, them. Surely. <laughs> good Lord Jesus. Who that good? <laughs> The fly. I was the fly. <laughs> yeah. Tommy, what you going to be? I don't know. I'm going to be a parent. I'm going to be a parent. A tired dad. Uh, <laughs> what, what are the kitties going to be? Year. Sydney ain't being nothing. Sydney, Sydney don't care. She's too old She's too, yeah. She too, She's yeah. outgrown. Jordan, is, uh-huh. a, Jordan is, a, is, a, is a skeleton. Oh, okay. Oh, All right. And it lights up. It lights up. So oh, Boy, cute. I had a good one. Why don't you tell him what you did to me one year? Why don't you do that? Oh, well, one year, I had my wagon. You know, I had a wagon. Uh-huh. uh-huh. That you made money with, your pop bottles and stuff. Yeah, and I took a little, like a uh, like a garbage can, and I put it across the wagon. But I had two planks of wood on it, and I made Tommy get inside the wagon and face mm-hmm. forward. And when I pulled up to people's house, they asked me what it was. I said, that's a hamster out there. <laughs> <on> the <wheel."> <laughs> <laughs> Real. <laughs> and, I, and I made him ride with all the candy in the wagon. <laughs> Y'all think that's cool? Huh? Hilarious. That's creative as hell. What? What if that's creative? People open that door and they see that? Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Mm. In one year, he gonna dress me up like a uh, uh, a leprechaun. Magically delicious. And the thing I got yeah. to get candy in, he talking about that's your pot of gold. You just... <laughs> Come on, I'm going to take you around the corner. We're going to get you some candy. You dressing like that now still, eh? <laughs> yeah, I went up there, had him behind him in the knife left. had them you. shoes with the buckles on it. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Had a little red beard on it. <laughs> oh, all, all the black people thought it was real, too. Oh, man. Man, where you get that leprechaun from, man? <laughs> <With> leprechaun. <laughs> yeah, and then one year I was an organ grinder. <laughs> Uh-huh. I ain't got to tell Don't you who it. he was. Don't say <laughs> it. Don't say it. No, we had a little peel there. box hat on and it kept sliding over his eyes. Coming up at the top of the hour, Steve Harvey. Uh, Pharrell is not happy. Normally he's happy, but he's not happy about President Trump using his song. And uh, President Obama will be in Georgia this Friday. Get ready. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In election news, now this is according to Essence.com, guys. Uh, Former President Obama will be headed out to Georgia on Friday to do some campaigning for Georgia's Democratic candidate, Stacey Abrams. Let's go. Stacey Abrams, come on, Georgia. Come on, Atlanta. (sighs) Macon, Atlanta, Florida, Mississippi, Mm -hmm. Georgia. We have candidates that can speak on your behalf. You have got to get your voice involved in this government. If you don't, this this rhetoric that's being spewed will go unchecked. That's right. It will go unchecked. This is a very, very serious election. When you see former presidents coming back out to go on the campaign trail, something's wrong. Yeah. 
And listen to me. We have enough people to put these people in office, but you have to vote. Stacey Abrams is beyond qualified in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What's the man's name? Gilliam? Gilliam? Uh, uh, Gilliam. Andrew, Andrew Gilliam, Gilliam, Gilliam in Florida. In Andrew Florida. Gilliam. It's mm-hmm. more than qualified. Mm. Texas has a tight race. Mississippi has a tight race. Mike Espy in Mississippi. It's, it's time mm-hmm. to change this. It's ridiculous for us to sit at home and look at what's going on. And here's here's what I really want you to understand. They don't care about you. They do everything to suppress your vote. They come up with voter suppression. They come up in here, man, talking about these rappers trying to get involved. Just stick to rapping. They won't, they don't even want Taylor Swift. Just stick, stay yeah. out of politics. Mm-hmm. Why does she have to stay out of politics? You let a man in the White House that has never, ever been in politics. True. Mm-hmm. Of That's any kind. Facts, right. baby. Right. Facts. He hasn't been an alderman, a, a councilman. Mm-mm. He ain't been in a damn PTA meeting. <laughs> yeah. But you put this man in the White House, but you look at an entertainer and you ought to stay out of politics. That's crazy. Who should have stayed out of politics was that entertainer that we have that goes and does sets in front of his base. The sad Um, part of it is, is that this base is so committed to him that they think that we don't exist. We can prove to them all that we exist by getting to the polls in Georgia for Stacey Abrams, for Gilliam down in Florida. Gilliam uh Gilliam in Florida. Mm -hmm. Epsi. In What's his name? Mike Epsy. Mike Epsy? Uh huh. Is it Epsy or SP? SP. Mike SP. Mike SP in in Mississippi. Mississippi. Uh huh. There are women running who can get in there and make a voice, a change, stop some of this old man rhetoric that's been going down for years. See, if you expect Donald Trump to be different, you're sadly Mm -hmm. mistaken. And let me tell you why. But he's an old rich man. 71 for one thing. He's an old rich man. And they don't change the way they think Mm -hmm. because their thinking got them where they are. Mm -hmm. This man is so unpresidential that we're acting like it's the norm now. And it's not the norm. Why are you tweeting about the manager's decision in a damn World Series baseball game and degrading the man's decision? This is a sporting event. This isn't life changing. It's a sporting event. Well, you want them to shut up and dribble, though. You, you, so. That's the oh, other lady. lady. Shut up and dribble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why right. is he knows nothing about politics, lady? What do you know? All you are a commentator. You just make comments. You don't set policy. Mm-hmm. You're not in charge. You don't write bills. Right. You you don't. You're not in the government. You get you're a vote. fox commentator. You got the same vote I got. That's right. So no, LeBron and nobody else got to shut up and dribble. You talking, why can't he talk? Yeah. He's very qualified to talk about what he's done. He's talking about educating the underprivileged, caring about somebody who other people have forgotten about and have written off and will never care for. So that's way more than you'll ever do for anybody. Yeah, did you see the picture of LeBron? You women have never done anything for anybody who needed anything without Mm -hmm. some expecting in return. That's right. Um, uh, LeBron was uh, wearing a um, 
Beto, Beto. O'Rourke uh, cap. He supports Democratic yeah, candidate in Texas, in Texas against mm-hmm. against Ted Cruz. Steve, mm-hmm. LeBron Who is has one a of the biggest cowards. You know, Ted Cruz. If you said the way he talked about your wife and your daddy, yeah. you would never support a man like that. Now he down there, beautiful Ted Cruz. Uh, y'all just be lying, man. Texas yes. Ted. Y'all That's are it. some yeah. fake, hypocritical people. You talk about my wife and my daddy. I ain't got nothing for you from now. The blank on. Mm. Oh, and I, I got mean something that. for you. And so, so man, I don't understand that one right. Ted Cruz is a coward. He just wants to win, Steve. It's just about winning. It is. So at, at the cost go. of yeah. your father and your wife? Yes, yes. yes. No, yes. man. Until you yeah. apologize to my wife publicly, I got nothing for you. And you apologize to her the same way you bashed her. Now, you publicly apologize, and me and you can be all right. And if you don't do that, partner, right? I'm sorry. Well, if the people get out and vote uh, in Texas yeah. and vote for Beto O'Rourke instead of Ted Cruz, then he he won't have to worry about that. Listen, anymore. man, it's enough people in Texas to vote. This is not the presidential election. This is not about electoral. There's enough of us in Waco, in Houston, in mm-hmm. Austin, in Dallas. Clean. Fort Worth. There's Clean. enough of in Corpus Christi. I don't know how the Latino population in Texas ain't voting against this guy. You've got to be kidding. Especially the southern Who you thinking that wall is for? Come on, man. Brownsville, Victoria, Corpus Christi, Padre Island, all of those people. And he keep talking about we're going to build a wall. Can I tell y'all something? They're not building no wall. They, They haven't even started. It ain't even on the table. It's two years now. Say nothing but some rhetoric, man. He ain't building no mm. All right, uh, coming up, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, according to uh, TMZ, legendary mobster Whitey Bulger, one of America's most notorious mobsters. No. The boy out of Boston? Uh, yep. Yeah, yes. yeah, he was out yes. of Boston, Steve. He was found dead uh, Tuesday in a federal prison where he had just been transferred. Bulger was just moved to the new facility, U.S. Penitentiary Hazleton in West Virginia. It's a maximum security prison. Prison officials haven't released details, but say his body was found sometime after he was moved to the prison. Bulger um, has been serving out his life sentence in a federal pen in Florida until last week when he was transferred to one in Oklahoma City and then recently arrived in Hazleton. He was convicted in 2013 for a slew of crimes, including being linked to at least 11 murders. The ex-crime boss was on the run for years and was one of the FBI's most wanted before being captured in Santa Monica in 2011. Bulger's life story, if you recall, was documented in the 2015 film Black Mass, where uh, Johnny Depp... Great movie. Yeah, I saw that movie too, Steve. Uh, Johnny Depp played his Ruth played him. Yeah. Ooh, he was ruthless and, and in the movie. Ruthless. Yeah, in the movie, yeah. Ooh, Lord. Broad daylight. Wow. Didn't care. Didn't yeah. care. Mm-hmm. But man. The FBI I protected him a long time. What'd you say, Steve? The FBI protected him a long time. Oh, he was a paid yeah. informant, and he was allowed to exist. Yeah. Mm. Doing a lot of stuff. And that wasn't just movie. That was real talk. Did you know him, Junior? Yeah, I mean, you all broken up? Was he your mentor? (laughs) When you hear about gangsters, they pay, damn. No, not Whitey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, it's sad anybody gets killed, but you know, he he was responsible for a lot of murders. Man. Yeah. You can most run a lot of you, you, you can't live yeah, like that. Yeah, he was on the that. most wanted list. Uh huh. You can't live like that and expect yeah, something. You, you live by it, you die by yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. I'm sure they're gonna do another movie. Yeah. Now we gotta do another one. Well, we got the Junior. we got we got the ending yeah. now, Junior. We got the well, ending. Well, I mean, Black Mass was pretty good. I want to watch that again. That's a good movie. Yeah. Oh, now that you hey, I watched on Netflix Drug Lord. Uh-huh. Oh, you watched uh-huh. that too? Yeah, I watched a series of them this weekend. Man, oh, they be in that house talking with that mask on, don't they? Yeah, man, I be so quiet. Man. <laughs> Why are you so quiet if you man, can't mess with that drug cartel? Ain't no way you can't put enough color in it. All them black ass shadows, they can still see. Yeah. 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 With your features on? Well, no, nah, man, your you voice can do too. no side view of me. No, you ain't. <laughs> oh, all you can show is my... Maybe maybe my left butt cheek. <laughs> I don't think none of them seen that. Yeah. Show my left butt cheek while I'm talking. <laughs> and this got to be my voice right here. Well, I, saw all of this I was over there and they talked about they were going to kill me. And I said, well, I'll tell you what, you won't be killing nobody today. Oh, you're funny. You gotta have your voice changed. There. You gotta everything. watch. Uh, but they cannot Ozark. Do Have y'all seen that? That's uh-huh, what you gotta yeah. watch. What Ozark. Ozark. Yeah. Ozark. Ozark. Yeah. I had to, That's I stopped the show. watching it because it got. Yeah, I gotta catch it. Got up. What? I it got what? It got a little slow what? for me, and I stopped watching. Uh-oh. It gets heavy. Well, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like season. it slow. What are they killing that? What are we doing? But when you had the people in that warehouse, I was good. When I don't see your family moving in and all this here, I didn't like the, you know. Your right. daughter got in trouble with the little boy on the boat and all this. Shit. Man, whatever. <laughs> and this little white girl going to threaten my whole family. Girl. You're not in it. What are you talking about? It's not about you. you. Oh, yeah. Ozark. What? Uh, uh, about 15. Uh, you scared me. Get your ass out. <laughs> all right. We'll be back with more of this crazy show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, uh, you have some good news about your website, huh? Yeah, uh, my new website, steveharvey.com. I want everybody to go to it because I've been working really hard on changing it and making it something new and refreshing. Uh, it, It just went up about a month ago. I've got all new material on it. I got videos, clips that you've never seen before. It's totally been revamped, man. I just want... Everybody to start checking it out, man. I wanted to uh I, I wanted to have a site where people can go and see everything that I'm involved in, everything that interests me. I got some stuff on there that y'all really articles and 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 and, and, and things of interest of mine that you didn't even know about. You know, I, I I get a chance to teach and share what I've learned on there. Mm-hmm. Uh you're gonna see some of my favorite clips from my shows uh that you mm-hmm. don't get to see. And I got a uh I got a segment called Steel Rolling, where they keep the uh, cameras rolling when I'm on break. Oh, yeah. Lord, I saw a couple of them. I said, man, Uh we need to change some of these here. Uh, (laughs) uh, You can read uh, a lot of inspiring articles I got about success, relationships. I got a lot of wellness tips on there. I got style tips on there. Mm -hmm. Uh, I got articles and videos added every week. All you got to do is sign up for my newsletter, and you'll know everything that's going on. I'm doing it right now. I know I had a lot of people that used to be on SteveHarvey.com, and that newsletter got old. It ain't old no more. Oh, okay. SteveHarvey.com. And just sign up for the newsletter. It's free. Mm -hmm. 
It's easy. It's free. I want y'all to enjoy me. There's comment sections throughout the site. Let me know what you like, what you what you like to see more of. I'm listening. I appreciate y'all doing this. I love that, man. I just want y'all to do that. And the next thing I want y'all to do is listen to me. It's absolutely free. It's on the Apple Store and it's on Google. Go and download Harvey's Hundreds. Oh, it's a that. free app. Yeah. Girl, that's I fun. Quit playing this. Oh, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't either, man. Man, I, I struggle. Fun. I can't do the hard level. And it's my game. Uh oh. That's my jam, though. <laughs> Not the jam, though. Not the. <laughs> yeah. The beginning of the game. No, the beginning of the game uh, sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> Who in here want to win that. some money? Me. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love playing it, too. Uh huh. So I get, get to a certain home. level, though. I get stuck. Get on what? Get to a certain level. Let me hit my app. You talking about Journey or Classic? I had to play the classic. I got stuck on the journey. I just couldn't go no. You can play the, the classic on hard. Oh no no no! I, I did that man. one time. I did classic on hard one time. You got thirty seconds to yeah. get ten matches. Who do that? I did it once. I had scared the hell out of myself. But you got to be lucky though. You got on two of them. You got to just look up and they yeah, pop they up. They pop up. Yeah, right back to back. But I play medium a lot. Mm-hmm. I play the medium on Harvey's hundreds a lot. It's free, man. Y'all ought to do it. Tell them one more time. SteveHarvey.com. Dot com. You know what? It's some new language I need to be taught. Can y'all teach me that tomorrow? All you need to do is learn how to do them damn W's. <laughs> that would be new. All right. All them new words. All right. We're, Which we, one? We got a break right here and uh, get ready for Steve's closing remarks. And we will do that right after this. Uh, we'll be back at 49 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we go. Last break of the day with the man of the hour, the last four hours to be exact. The one and only Steve Harvey. Step on up to the mic for uh, your closing yeah, remarks. You know what? Uh, I just want to talk to you all about something. About other people as well as yourself. I want you to realize something. That you got to just hang in there, folks. You just got to hang in there because where you are is so very temporary. It matters not where you are. It only matters where you're headed. You're going somewhere. Remember that everything you're going through is God preparing you for what you asked for. But you're in the process. You are in the midst of being processed. All of us are. If you are trying to get to the next level, you have to be processed into that next level. You can't just go to the next level. You can't go to the 10th grade without finishing the 9th grade. You can't go to college without being with a high school diploma. You you can't. You you just, you got to go through the process. You know, so what what I'm getting at is this. Don't get down on yourself. Because you're going through a period in your life. And this period is kind of challenging for you. Like it is right now. There are a lot of people right now going through some challenging moments in their life. And it's getting to be a little bit daunting at times. And you're starting to feel a little bit overwhelmed by it all. Because you're sitting there and you're thinking, man, I done had enough of this, Lord. Where you at? 
I don't got to learn this lesson no more. If you could just come on, I got it. Fix me, rescue me, deliver me. Give me the blessing that I've been praying for. You keep asking, and then you start to get a little defeated because it ain't happening in your time. That happens to you. Well, it happens to other people too. And you got to be careful how you treat other people because they may not always be in that position for long. Do you know how many people I know who just did me wrong when I was on the way coming up? You have any idea the number of people who were discouraging to me on my way up? They had no idea. You know how many people badmouth me, badmouth you on your way up? They don't have any idea who you really are. Do you know how many people throwing dirt on you, thinking they bringing you harm? They don't even realize what they're doing. They don't know. Because you know what they're doing? They're judging you. They're judging you based on a season. They're judging you based on a period that you're in now. You got to be careful when you're judging people because of a period they're going through. Because that period is just a season. This down moment that you're having is just a season. And just like the seasons change, this too shall change. Just like seasons pass, this too shall pass. Somebody sent me something one day that said, never judge somebody based on a season. And I started thinking about it, and they went on, and so I kept reading what they said, and they were just talking about it, man. It was so true. They said one season... David was a shepherd, but the next season, he was a king. But you know how they played David on the way up? Oh, they wouldn't, they, they wouldn't volunteer David for nothing. They wouldn't suggest David for nothing. He was just a little shepherd boy. David can't be the one to go down there and get that giant. We ain't even going to bring David up. David went from a shepherd to a king. One season... Ruth was working in the field. The next season, she was owning the same field. It's just what a guy sent me. It's just biblical, uh, you know, stories that's out there that, that really, if you're a person of faith, it matters to you. If you're not a person of faith, this is not for you. But it's okay. I, I didn't know you was listening. One season, Mordecai was sitting outside the king's palace the next season, he was inside the palace. We serve a God that turns things around. And he is the God of unmerited favor. We are all privy to his unmerited favor. Because he passes it out to no particular person. We have all been privy to this unmerited favor. You know how many of us can tell you something that happened to us that we just can't explain? That was favor. You know, when it looked like the verdict was going one way and it turned around and went another way, that was favor. When it looked like you wasn't going to make it, but here you are now, that was favor. When they wrote you off and said you was never going to be nothing, but you turned out to be something anyhow, that was favor. 
when they laughed at you with your decision and now they looking at you at that same decision they laughed at and they shaking their head, that was favor. When they tried to destroy you, when your enemies came for you and they couldn't do nothing with you or about you, that was favor. God's unmerited favor. Quit tripping about the season you in because you never know. Your season could turn around tomorrow. But if you quit, you'll never find out. Hanging there, everybody. Those are my closing remarks. Drop the mic. Drop it. Oh, that's a great one for Halloween. I'm going and put this Halloween costume on for these kids, mm-hmm. grandkids of mine. Yeah. And I'm going to let them have Pimping on the radio comes to life today in my backyard. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at tmobile.com slash unconventional. Open signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See tmobile.com. 